0: and ways to incorporate natural solutions for whole health. I think it's time to normalize spiritual breakthrough and walk in freedom with whole hearts. Holy Spirit, you get full permission to recalibrate our hearts. Let's go. All right, so I am here with my fellow coach and friend, Esten. Sweeby. And you guys, I'm really, you're in for a treat because not only is this just on new territory for me to interview someone I don't know very well, but I feel like there's a story on this man's life. And also I feel like God has something to say through him and that he has a message. Buckle up and get your notes and notebook and no, just get ready to be blessed because we've already prayed beforehand for you. So Esther, it's so great to have you on the show. And This has been where I just felt God say whatever he puts in front of me to do right now. And it's really a time of obedience. So this is new for me too, to interview someone I don't know well. But it's been really fun to see you grow in our um, mutual coaches inner circus. Tell us a little more about yourself, where you're from. Yeah,
1: I'm really excited about um, this interview and what God is going to allow us to share and to the audience. Right, so as you already um said, my name is Estan Sweby. I'm from the beautiful um island of Jamaica. If you are if, if you haven't been to Jamaica, you should definitely be to Jamaica. <laughs> I have been coaching for for many years now and right as we're gonna as we are, we'll talk about this in the interview, but I really have a passion, a real a heart for for people right to help to see people soaring to see them especially christians to be walking in their purpose to break out of the box so to 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 release the limitation because many times we have put limitations on ourselves and we think that god is the one that doing it right uh, we use scriptures and so forth when god has called us to freedom right god has called us to soar right? So I really love, my heart is really, I I held basically anyone, well, not anyone, but I have a heart to see people so about, especially um Christians. And that's yeah. a little bit about me.
0: That's great. I, I mean, it's already fire starting off right away. I could dig into any one of those, any one of those things you said, especially about limitations and freedom and what really sparked your passion for this? Because I know a difference between someone speaking from passion and experience than just like words and knowledge. So where did your passion for this come from and what sparked your interest in like the coaching realm?
1: Yeah. From, I let's, let's go re, let's go really, uh, let's go way back, um, to my childhood. Right. I wasn't really planning on talking about this, but let's go there. Right. I remember when I was like four or five years old, right? I remember seeing my father um, really being angry with my mother. I saw my father um, hit my mother and I saw I saw the anger in his eyes, right? Even now I can still, I was like that young, but I can still remember that, right? Because that helped to shape uh, my life, right? Like they always say like your first memory, Right, it helped to shape your life, right? It helped to shape what is it that you do in your in life, right? And so I remember seeing that the anger in his in his eyes. I remember seeing the 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 fear in my mother's eyes, right? I remember standing at the door and I remember seeing my mother walking away crying, right? And I was saying to myself, What happened? What did my mother do? Right. And I don't remember my mother being in my life from that time, right? She was. She came around time to time, but she was never really in my life, mm. right? And so I grew up with that unworthiness. Remember, as a child, you process things as a child, right? You're not able to see the intricate things, right? You just see, you process it as a child. So I thought that my mother didn't love me. So as a child, I grew up with that whom that unworthiness that I'm unworthy of love. I'm not worthy of God. If my mother could walk away from me, right, then who else couldn't walk away from? But right? if my mother was in my life, then who else? Right? So I grew up with that unworthiness and that spun out into unworthiness. I'm unworthy of success, right? I'm unworthy of love. I'm unworthy of attention, right? I don't deserve good things. And and I and from as a child, I always say to myself, I, I was always searching for that love, right? And so bec- I said to myself, if I cannot get that love, if I cannot get that, that what I was looking for, then I'm going to give it. And so from I was a child, I was always the person that encouraged, I was always encouraging other persons. I was always giving personal love, telling them that they are beautiful, that they can achieve. Anything that, in their, anything that they want to, so even if I never believed that I could, right? Even if I never thought that I was worthy, I was telling them that you are worthy, right? Because remember, I didn't think that I deserve it, but you deserve it, mm-hmm. right? And so from from I was a child, from I was very young, I was always studying psychology. I was always studying other person's behavior because I said to myself, I never want someone else to go through the things that I go through, right? I never want a child to grow up feeling unworthy, feeling as if they are not good enough, right? That they don't deserve, that they are unloved. Um, I never want anyone to just go through that because many times, I always, when someone, when as an adult comes to me and they, they say that they're, sh- they're struggling with something, right? They're struggling with fear. They're struggling with unworthiness. They're struggling with some mindset issues, right? We always go back to their past. I always go back to childhood to see where this is stemming from, right? So um, instead of asking, okay, why are you behaving? So even now, sometimes I will see someone behaving a certain way. And instead of thinking, okay, what's wrong with you? But when you say what's wrong with you, that means that you are saying to someone that there is something that is wrong with you at your core. At your core, you are not good enough. And as I always tell adults, right, never say to your child, never say to your child, what's wrong with you? Oh, you are bad oh. at this situation, attack their behavior, but not their person right and that stems from my own childhood my uh, childhood growing up right and so from as a child i was always trying to help persons always trying to encourage persons right but when i really started to dive into my own mindsets right my own horns right why is it that i was always defensive right why is it that i was um i was afraid of conflict right why is it that i was always giving my poor away i remember started my business yes doing my business but i remember hitting rock bottom right and so for four days i never ate anything right for four days i could not i could i could not afford to eat a thing of banana even if even if my life depended on it i did not have any I, i could not afford to buy deodorant right and so i had to wake up every morning going to work not knowing how I was going to eat, right? Go through the day, come home, not knowing what I was going to eat, right? And what that did is that it helped me to really dive and say, okay, what is it that I need to work on? Because if you, one of the best ways to know, one of the things that I, um, to know what you need to work on, right, is to look at the results that you are getting, right? It's to look at the outcome. So if I, if, if I was, uh, if I was getting, um, what got me here, right? So I started asking myself the question, "What got me here, right?" And so I started to see all the different patterns, right. And then when I started to see the different patterns, always getting into debt, right. Make money, then um spend it, right. As soon as I, as soon as the money landed in my account, I would spend it. I remember one time. I know my answer is very long, but I, I remember one time i made some money right and as soon as the money landed in my account i heard myself saying okay how can i get rid of this not how can i invest it or spend it right but how can i get rid of it? because at a deeper level i felt as if i i, I was unworthy i did not deserve this so i started to see the different patterns Right patterns in relationships. Why was I? Why was I holding on tight to relationships? Right. Why Why was I like? If some, if my girlfriend or the person I was dating um never said I love you, mm-hmm. why did I feel as if she didn't love me? I always wanted to hear that. Why was I this way in with mo- with money in business? All of those different things. Why is it that sometimes as soon as I remember sometimes when my supervisor would say, would call my name, right? I was I, was, I would immediately become defensive. Why was I so defensive, hmm. right? So I started to look at the patterns and within the pattern I started to see the different beliefs that I had, right? So overcoming all of this, right? I am on a mission to really help persons to do the work, right, so that they can soar, so that they can work in their purpose. So that they can become the best version of themselves so that they can soar in ministry, in business, in relationships, whatever it is, right?
0: I see like a thread of a lot of people who've been through trauma and I'm not minimizing your story, but like my mom leaving at 12 or 13 and disappearing and not having memory of her and that, that the enemy just lies. And and as a child, yeah. you don't have a filter, like you were saying to wh- like, why? And I'm, I don't need you to answer this, but my thought as me inspecting was like the, and, and investigating was like, interesting. Your dad was physical, but your mom disappeared or left. And your mind as a son, as a younger child went, okay, I'm going to protect dad or stay with dad. But mom is yeah. like, it's so interesting how, but as a child, when you go through that, like you said, there's just something that, Breaks in you, but I want to call out the gold part that you probably see that as a younger child. Then the Lord put in you solutions to like to provide solutions at that young the young of an age, and I'm like, wow! Like the Lord had that grace and favor on you to say, well, I'm gonna then I'm gonna make other people feel better. And yes, we do that a lot to like have people because we want to be rescued or we do that because we want to feel whole. But I see the Lord working in your life at a, as a, at a young age providing solutions for a lot of times your own situation and at a young age, that's wisdom. And at a young age, that's like, wow. I, so, yeah, I know you see that too. Do you have anything on that? Or do you want me to keep going?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That is so true. And going back to my father, uh, yeah, I stay with my father and I always had, um, a good relationship with my father, but I just could not make that connection with my mother. Yeah. And, and like my relationship with my mother now is like the best it, it it have ever been, right? And it was because I started to really heal from that and to really realize where it was coming from and having a conversation with my mother. Wow. Right. And realizing what was happening behind the scene.
0: Wow.
1: Right. And I remember, I remember there were times that I knew I should call my mother, but I just could not find that urge to call my mother and when we got on a phone call on a call I would I'd want to get off that call um quickly right there was just not any pull mm-hmm. right and as you said right sometimes sometimes we get so caught up in our story mm-hmm. we get so caught up in the horn in what's happened in the events in our lives and we don't see that sometimes these events are positioning us for purpose that's what I see, right? That my life story is positioning me for purpose. That God, that God trusted me with pain. That God trusted me with my life experience. Because someone, there are a lot of person that went through some of the things that I went through. And they, mm-hmm. right now they are broken. Right now they are living on the street or whatever. They are in prison. But mm-hmm. right? I should have been in prison, right? I should have been. Right, messed up and so forth. Right, and yeah, there were there was a time I was an emotional wreck. Right, there was a time I was I was so suicidal. But in the midst of that, I saw grace. I saw God's favor upon my life. Right, and in the midst of that, I was always this person that was always projecting myself into the future, and they say, okay, one day I'm gonna get out of this. Right. And so one of the things I always do is that I always write. Right? I always write myself out of my story. I always write myself telling my story. telling per- even, even while I was in the story, I was writing myself standing on stage and telling someone my story, how I got out, what are the lessons, right? And so sometimes we get so caught up in our story and not seeing the lessons, not seeing the gold nuggets, not seeing how... God can use our mess and turn it into a message. God can use our pain and turn it into purpose right that there is someone that is that I always tell persons right that what you're going through right now God is going to use that to deliver someone else. God is going to use your story. So right now I can tell um there are times like when like persons are coming to me and telling me hey um Esther this is happening and I can basically tell them their story. Without them telling me their story, I can tell them, okay, this is how you feel. Mm -hmm. This these are the patterns, right? Because I see it, right? Because I've been there, Mm
0: -hmm. right? Yeah.
1: And so, find the gold nuggets. Whatever you are going through right now, right? Find the gold nuggets, right? God trusts you with pain. God trusts you with this because He knows that you can handle it. Yeah, man huge like what I'm sure right now is going to become your testimony
0: right? yeah that's so beautiful um i took a picture of something offline i want to read because i it rocked me and this is rocking me right now and i want to read it because it just it's like highlighted right now and if it's not resonating well we're going to move on but some so it said that it was a prophetic girl some of you were trained by god while being captive or imprisoned in the enemy's camp you're lethal to the enemy it produced very valuable things in you. It gutted you, and that's a good thing.
1: Yeah, definitely. That's that's so powerful, and yeah, that's it, really powerful. Because
0: as you're talking, I was like, huh. a tried and true, like trained warrior knows about tr- having. Like when you said, "Thank God tr- that He trusted you with the pain." Not many people even have like that revelation. That the father, it's a kingdom responsibility, I guess. And we're not just saying this lightly. It's a kingdom responsibility. And the father trusted you with that pain because we have an option. We have a choice with pain and I, it almost destroyed me in my life and trauma and your rock bottom could have destroyed you, like you said, but you chose to just pick up like overcome because though yeah. we fall, we get back up. Like the Lord will pick us back up is what the Bible says. And it's when you say that he trusted you with the pain, someone's going to get set free by even hearing that because it's a different shift in a healthy mindset says you trusted me with pain and in a perverted, distorted mindset is God caused this and he did this to me and he did this. And then there's anger and bitterness. And I'm like, no, no, the Lord. So just saying trusted you with the pain. I just want to, I wanted to highlight that because someone's getting rocked by that when they listen to it. Of course, I just feel sometimes, when people are going to get yeah. rocked by things, that one is a nugget. Another one is you wrote yourself out of your story, but you, but I could tell you were being, so the biggest thing is being present is, is I believe you were like, we got to be present to first of all, be powerful and impact our sphere. But you wrote yourself out of the story. And I'm just like, someone needs to take that home too. That's another thing to, for you guys to write down yeah. is write yourself out of, I mean, that's just powerful. I wanted to just say that that was that's a, just a honor to hear these things. Looking for patterns in relationships. Looking for patterns yeah. in, around you. Beautiful nuggets here on um, getting free and staying free. And then yeah,
1: I'm, yeah. yeah. Before I'm sorry. Before I even go on, Ryan. Um, while you were talking, this scripture um, came to my mind in Romans 8 verse 28, that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them that are called according to his purpose, right? It didn't say all of the good, all of the good, right? It said all things, right? And, and I know that sometimes when we are in the process, right, when we are in the fire, we cannot see that this is going to work for our good right all we can see is the pain but when we come back home and say okay god is working this out for my good all things work together for good right sometimes it's not god that caused it but he allows it right he allows it because He say okay i'm going to use this for my glory this what i go sometimes we feel as if what we are going to is going to break us yeah. It's going to destroy us. But even if it breaks us, it's going to build us. Because sometimes God has to break us, remove all of this stuff out of the way that will hinder us and then build us so that we we can soar, right? We can get to that next level in our business, in our relationships, in our finances, whatever, right? But what you are going through is not meant to destroy you. It's meant to elevate you. Right, Joseph had to first go into the pit. The pit was uncomfortable. Mm. He never wanted to go to the into he cried in the pit. Mm. But the pit was a foundation to his elevation. Right. I'm gonna repeat that. He, the, the pit was a fo- was a foundation to his elevation. If he never went into the pit, he would never um become governor of Egypt. Right? Mm. So sometimes you have to lose some stuff right sometimes people have to betray you sometimes some people have to walk out of your life so you can discover how powerful you are so that you can walk powerful in your purpose in your calling so that you can go out and transform the world i just wanted to say about that
0: yeah yeah no that's really key i was gonna say before so you already answered or shared the events you said events position you for your purpose but with um really in the kingdom like as you were talking, I'm just thinking about how God, the God's the only father really that bring, can bring life from death and how a yeah. lot of times as you're talking, I just see so many areas where I thought death was happening, death, 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 death. And I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't see the seeds being planted for life and how he's like, this has to die in order for life to come from it. And, and it's just such yeah. a powerful story. And, but have you ever been felt like you've been called to preach and, and some level or a gonna... know
1: yeah I I actually um I actually preach at times right and I teach um Sunday school oh
0: great right
1: I and I'm also the youth president for my church. Oh, I great. teach so I teach and I preach. I love it. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. like when I when 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 I see the Lord using me to to speak into someone's life like that's the Yeah it's the enemy. Right. 19. That's like the best thing, right? That I'm thinking like I I tell people all the time, right? Uh-huh. That I have the best job in the world.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I know everyone is gonna say that about their 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 career path or whatever, right? Yeah. But for me, this is like the best thing in the world.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. Totally. And we get to steward but- it and we get to grow. And you know, this thing, if if you if anyone listening has this concept that coaching is easy or it's, we have to become our story before we share it. Like we become yeah. before and grow and break and all the things and transform before we can like speak or before we can yeah.
1: change lives. Yeah.
0: And this isn't like easy. I feel like anytime I turn around in a way, not all the time, but there's seasons where I run into myself and need to break through that level and run into myself again, or run into the broken or whatever. And so I just had to share that um, it's the best job in the world. Yes, it's hard because I'm accountable to the father. I'm accountable to me. I'm accountable to my coach. I'm ac- There's an accountability factor. How important has accountability been to you in your life? If you think about who's you've been accountable to and because we don't get raised that way. Yes, we have our parents and God forbid, mine, mine were divorced at age 12. And so I saw people walk away from relationship. I saw you give up at, or my, my, in my mind, I saw, well, you give up if it doesn't work out. You walk away it's easier than holding on and i didn't understand accountability and how powerful that was has that been important in your walkout and
1: yeah yeah definitely right um i'm a contributor. so for me i'm a a contributor to the part to the people that i'm called to serve if i don't do this someone is not going to get the breakthrough mm-hmm. i feel it in my bone that if i don't do the work that i'm called to do there is is, there's there's a man that is not going to be able to provide for his family because he doesn't think that his worth is good enough right whatever is right Mm -hmm. there's a woman that is going to um going to live with that brokenness right there there's someone that is um thinking about committing suicide and my message Something that I share, my book, something that my that's going to deliver them that's going to give them that breakthrough. I remember i' um, I'm an author, right? I remember my first book. I remember I was going to going to visit a church, right? and the pastor's wife, I was traveling with them, and I had a few copies of my book, and she just took up the book, right, and she was just she just turned to a page a page in the book, and she was reading. and when she went to church, there was someone there that was broken there was someone there that was going through a dark dark moment and it was the message that she read in the morning that she was able to use the minister to that person Mm -hmm. it was that message that gave that person life if I never if I never wrote that book Mm -hmm. and I've heard stories from persons that say hey your message, your book, this what I that I that, that, that they read in, in the book, it gave them life. They they finally is able to understand why they had to go through what they go through. Wow. Right? they finally have been able to lift themselves up out of the situation that they're, that they are in. If I don't do the word that I'm called to do, someone is not gonna get the break. So I am um there's a there's something that I heard um a couple of years ago that you are a miracle. For someone else's miracle. I I don't remember yeah. how, but something about you being a miracle for someone else's miracle. Something like, that. yeah. I'm. So I'm accountable to the people that I'm called to serve, right? And I'm accountable to to God, right? That God gave me this gift, right? Just like the story in um in Matthew twenty five, where the, this king was this ruler was going away, and he. He let he gave one um called three of his servants and he gave one five talent, one two talent, one one talent, right? Two of them went and they used the talent, right? They they they, they traded, they they worked the talent, right? They worked their gifts. One went and um buried it because of fear, because of the story that he was telling himself, right? And he was punished. Um the Lord called him wicked, right? So you are a concept, right? That God gave you. That gift, right? That God gave you the talents. That God gave you that story for you to steward over it. So you are a contributor, God. God is going to say, "Okay, how did you use what I gave you?" If you don't do what you're called to do, and I always ask this question, right? If you don't do the work that you're called to do, who is it? Who's going? Who? Who's not going to get the breakthrough that they that 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 they should have, right? Wow. Who's going to suffer because you didn't do what? Who's going to suffer because you didn't write that book? Mm. Who's going to suffer because you never launched that business? Mm. Who's going to suffer because you never created that post? Mm. Who's going to suffer because you didn't do that interview? And um, last night I woke up last night, right? Like I heard, the, I heard this. The Holy Spirit said, "Max out," right? And that that just stayed with me. Max out. Max out your day. Max out. Do not die. In other words, don't die with the the music still inside of you. Mm. Right? Don't die with that book inside of you. Mm. Don't die with that story inside of you. Mm. Max out. Make sure that when you die, God can say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Make sure that when you die, you didn't leave an unfinished task behind. And this is not to say that you should be grinding and hustling all the day, right? That's not what we're saying, right? What we're basically saying is use the gift that God gave you. that You are called in this time to be a miracle for someone else.
0: Amen. Yeah, that's amazing. It's amazing, you know, and and I want to shift a little to inner healing because as you're talking, you know, I could hear people or I I could think people would be like, well, that's good for you because you know what you're called to do. Well, guess what? Like I might have known maybe I would be a teacher or maybe you knew, but until I started pursuing, like you said, looking at patterns, what's holding me back? Why am I not pursuing what God called me? To? Why am I afraid? Inner healing is so, I just have to put this plug in. It's so important for inner healing. Jesus died on the cross for us to be healed, set free. The blood did it. We have to still appropriate for that. Because the, you know, so tell me the importance of inner healing in your life as you're breaking through and walking things out, you're, you're able to share it from a healed perspective, from a wholeness as you're walking it out. I'm hearing identity, like you're understanding your identity as a son. Okay. And I'm understanding mine as a father, uh, as a daughter, but it took time to, in the secret place and the quiet. So tell me a little about inner healing and the importance that you put on it.
1: It's something that we have to constant, something that we have to do, right? That until we become, because here's the thing, right? That sin um, shape us, right? Our life experiences this, um, we, we all of us were born into in a broken world, right? We we're born with parents that were broken in some way mm-hmm. and we cannot live our life blaming them for not giving us what, they should have given us. Yeah. Right. Maybe maybe they didn't know how to how to give us the love, the affection, whatever it is that we needed. Maybe they didn't get it. Like um I'm not able to see like my father. He never grew up with a with father. He doesn't even know his father. So imagine growing up as a child not knowing who your father is. Imagine how that can that can really affect. So now I'm able to see his brokenness, and because I'm able to see his brokenness, I'm able to forgive him, and so I cannot live my life blaming my father, right? We um a part of inner healing, right? Is first taking responsibility, right? Taking responsibility for how we are showing up, mm-hmm. right? And taking and it doesn't and and also forgiveness, right? Forgiving. Um, those persons who hurt us, forgiving our parents, forgiving that person who betrayed us, right? Forgiving ourselves. Because that's one of the things that was that I had to do, right? I had to forgive. And forgiveness doesn't mean that I'm excusing their behavior. It just means that, hey, I love me enough that I'm not gonna allow what you did to continue to hurt me. Right, it comes down to self-love because when you love, you have to love you enough to say that yes, this happened, but I know, and I know, I and it also comes down to knowing that you are called for something more, right? That you have a purpose, that you have a call. Because sometimes when we don't think that we are called for something more, that we are called for a purpose, we just circle right we circle for for the norm this is what i've always known this is my life this is my story this is how i behave this is who i am and so we don't start working on ourselves so because i knew that i was called for something more because god told me that i'm a mighty man when i didn't know that i was that i was called for purpose Right. And so I, I knew that in order for me to work walk walk in my purpose, to become the person that I was called to be, then I had to do the work.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I had to work in the dark sun. T- dark t- and, and yes, it's hard mm-hmm. to do the work. It's hard so, to look yourself in the mirror and to say, hey, the way that I have been thinking, the way that I have been shown up, it's not serving me. And sometimes we are comfortable mm-hmm. because it's work, because here's the thing, right? Your brokenness, it serves, it is serving you. It, it is serving you in an in, uncomfortable, in, in right? Because when I was behaving the way that I was, um, thinking like a victim, it was serving me because now I could use that as an excuse. And then, um, persons were treating me a certain way. I was surrounding myself with persons that hold me to my to the way that I was showing up mm. and not calling me out and saying, hey, Estan, you can, you can become something more. Estan, you, this is not the real you. So, so sometimes we have to get out of our, com- our people that we are serving ourselves with. Because they are holding us hostage to our story. So it was it was serving me. It was um me um struggling with my own money mindset. And when I when I made money um, and spending it and so forth, it was it there was a benefit to it because it it confirmed the belief that I had in my mind that I was not worthy that I was not good enough. Mm -hmm. It was confirming my 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 broken identity. But I had to come to the realization: Hey, no, enough is enough. Enough is enough. Mm -hmm. Come on, you cannot continue to hold on. You cannot continue to be a victim. Right, I had to come to that realization that hey, I had to fix myself. Mm-hmm. If I needed a different result, a different outcome, yes, I had to I'm fixing myself. Maybe that's not the right word I should have you because we at our core is not broken, right? We have broken pieces, sure. but we at our core is not broken,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: Um, God said that you have redeemed us, that we are whole, right? That, that we had upper of his eyes, that whatever, right? But we have to start stop thinking broken. We have to start stop showing up as broken. And so look at the um look at the patterns in your life, right? Why is it that I keep getting into relationships that doesn't serve me? Why is it that I keep getting in um dating these same guys? Different
0: names. Mm-hmm.
1: The same, the same, the same ladies, different names, different bodies, but the same, same situations. That's good. Why, right? Why is it that I keep making money and then losing it? Mm-hmm. Why is it that I keep repeating this pattern, this cycle, right? Why is it that I keep becoming defensive? Why is it that um, I, I am afraid of conflicts, or afraid of speaking up for myself, not owning my power? Right you have to come to the awareness and you have to come and you have to take responsibility. you have to want something more for yourself. You have to want to do the work and yes, it's going to be uncomfortable. right It was uncomfortable. It was I had to walk to the fire and the fire burned. There are times that I wanted to just pull back. So there are going to be times when I said, hey no, you know what? Let me go back to the old version because this is what I have always known. Let me go back to being that person, but then I had to come and say, no, this is not serving me. so I have to I have to walk through this so that I can experience something something more. Oh. so yes, the inner healing that is so important right for you to become the person that God has called you to be, God said that um behold, you are that you are a new creation, but we have to work that out. You do because the work have the work have already been done but we have to work that out in our own life to become that new creation yes god so said that we are whole but we have to work that out we have to do the work mm-hmm. so that we, we we can stop thinking broken so
0: that our thinking can be changed right a couple of things stand out to me the you're not broken but your thinking is broken because as a victim mindset that I lived in for a very long time and self-pity, I was, it was an interesting trap to always think, think I was broken. And actually I'm going to take that to Holy spirit because, and you're not wrong. I'm going to take that to Holy spirit because I'm like, we have broken people. There's broken people. But when you said that, but now my thinking is broken. I was like, dude, there's something there with the thinking being broken because I could have walked through, like, I could look at my situation through Jesus's eyes and through eyes of faith and not maybe as felt as broken. Now I can't go back and change the past, but it's so interesting how we think of things and see things and choose to see things. So I'm like, I'm going to take that to Holy spirit about the broken thinking broken versus being broken because I was looking at my behaviors and my patterns. I'm like, that's broke. That's a broken person. But the way the Lord sees me through his son, Jesus is like, no, you're whole and you're complete. And so I love that. And I'm so glad you said that. That's one thing. The other thing I want to say is a while ago, you mentioned your mom and I'm grateful you did. And thank you for your vulnerability. It's, it's seriously an honor. Vulnerability is so and transparency is huge for me because other people can see themselves in the story or our stories and get set free from that. I was going to ask before you shared about your mom, about the restoration, like, was there restoration with your mom? And as you said that, yes, you res- you have restoration, Esten, I felt like someone is going to be set free or someone's going to be convicted and pressed on to restore a broken relationship in their life. Um, it's vital. Rest- God is a God of restoration. So is there anything yeah. you want to share about your m- mom and you or what helped you push past? I don't know if it's pride or hurt or brokenness or pain. What helped you push past that to actually recover and forgive.
1: I was always asking myself the question, why is it that, yes, I love my mother, but why is it that I just cannot really connect with her the way that I want to, right? Why is it that I cannot give her the love, right? Why is it that I cannot? I started to really, um, something happened, right, where someone said something to me and it brought me. Um, like the person was saying, um. Look how my mother is taking care of um her child, because my mother is taking care of of her child right now. She's in this um in another country, and so my mother is taking care. And she said that look how my mother is taking care of of her child, and my mother wasn't there for me. And she said that, and and it grew. Right, I cried, and it's like for days. Right, but I think that sometimes God allows things to happen so we can start doing the healing work. Right, what she said, um, she should not have said that. Right, she was wrong to say that, but it was what I needed to start restoring the my the relationship with my mother. Wow, it was what I needed to start having a conversation with my mother. And uh, when she said I started to really look at the patterns that I was, I was always looking for a mother figure. I started to see that, whoa, hey, I was always looking for a mother figure. Why is it that I was always looking for a mother figure when I have a mother? And I started to realize that that there was a missing piece, there was a broken piece in my life. I started to really look at, whoa, I have an unworthiness soon. That if that there's another even though I have done the the um a lot of healing inner healing and so forth, worked through a lot of stuff, but there was another layer, right? That there are always layers, right? Until we can become the whole completely hold in our mind there there are layers and so sometimes as we as we as we unlock new levers in our business in our finances in whatever areas in our lives right as we get into relationships we start to uncover these layers we start to uncover these things that whoa I need to work on this yes. I have done money mindset work but at this level I don't feel worthy or uh, there's still something here. Right. So I start to really look at, hey, there's still some level of of unworthiness there. Yeah. And in order for me to really do the work, in order for me to really heal, I need to confront this that what that I've been avoiding and not realizing that I was avoiding it. Mm-hmm. Because I was avoiding it because I was trying to protect my, my mind was trying to protect me. Because sometimes our mind is trying to protect us because it's trying to keep us safe. Because your mind thinks that this is what you need. Because as a child, this is this is what um, you needed to protect yourself so that you don't go crazy. Right? So that you don't get into fights and fighting everyone. Right? So that you don't start taking drugs or smoking or doing all of these things. So your mind should do things to keep you safe.
0: Mm. But
1: sometimes... What our safety is killing us.
0: Isn't it?
1: Our safety is actually hurting us, and so I had to have that uncomfortable conversation, and it was uncomfortable, right? And it it even hurt my mother, right? Because now she had to go back and and work through stuff that she was trying to trying to to let go, trying to forget about, and so me bringing it back up and me telling her how I felt it's it's it harder. And so but we had to have that conversation so that so that I could move on. So, so so sometimes restoration comes with um forgiveness. It comes with understanding seeing things from the other person's perspective. Because we are only able to see things from our perspective. Right. And that's one of the things that I have learned. So when someone behaves a certain way or does something to ask myself the question, okay, what, why did this person behave the way that they did? That's good. And this comes through a lot of maturity, right? Not everyone is able to think that way. What this person worldview, this person think this way and behave this way because this person have a certain belief. And so, seeing things from my mother' perspective, and even seeing things, hearing from her. Things that happen in the in my in the relationship with my father and so forth, right? It helped me to have a deeper relationship with my mother. So now, like, if I don't call my mother in a few days, I have to take up the phone and just and call my mother. When um in time passed, weeks would pass by and I didn't feel anywhere, right? But now I have to say, okay, I haven't called my mother in a few days. Let me call my mother.
0: Restoration. I, the enemy, like he just wants to break families and he wants to keep the vision. And just, I just honor that you sought out, you faced the uncomfortableness, you faced fears and you sought your mom out because I, we're not condoning listeners. We're not condoning um, abusive relationships. Like you go back to the person or if it's, there's a timing factor too, where the father yeah. knew you had foundation enough to carry and to walk through that with your mom. But I just wanted to revisit that and thank you for going into that because it's going to offer someone hope like oh my mom left let's say that they'll tell themselves my mom left when i was younger too and let's say there's not hope i felt like your story is going to give people hope that you know there is restoration in the kingdom there's restoration in relationships but you mentioned some very very important factors of confronting what you've been avoiding like confronting what you've been avoiding so i want you listeners my beautiful audience to think about Is there something in your life that you've been avoiding? Is there something that you're like, no way, not going there. You can't then start journaling about it, deep breathing, journaling about it, seeing that restored and also asking the Lord, what do you, how do you see this person? What do you want me to do here? What is my place? But you just said confronting what you've been avoiding. And also you mentioned safety, like, man, it's not even safety. It's like a perceived level of safety. It's like sometimes. Yeah
1: exactly counterfeit,
0: yeah counterfeit safety it's literally like yeah. half the time I'm like I built all these walls and they're like n- not even good <laughs> like they have to go yeah, exactly <laughs> right? right when you said that perceived level of safety or what you built around you you had to break through that to go to your mom you had to break through that level yeah. of safety oh my goodness there's like so much survivor uh overcomer in a good way overcomer here in your story and you know, our time is coming to a close. We could go on a long time. I feel like there's a lot of like there's a lot of gold for people, but since our time is coming to a close, I just want to honor our time. Is there anything we haven't touched on? You want to share or is there anything that comes to mind in closing? And then after you say that, I'd like I'll ask you to where they can get a hold of you.
1: Yeah, I just want to say to everyone that is listening, healing is available to you. That you are worthy that you are deserving. But sometimes we don't think that we are worthy of something more. It's because of our brokenness, be- broken pieces, because of abuse. We think that this is what we deserve. Right, and so sometimes we stay in uncomfortable situation. We stay in relationships. we stay in we stay in a job. Right, we stay in something that is uncomfortable that we don't really want. We don't pursue our purpose. We don't pursue our vision. We don't pursue our dreams. We don't try to make more money. We don't try to, um, so to, to to lose that weight because we think that this is what we deserve. That we are not worthy of something more. And I want to tell you that you are worthy, that you are deserving, that you are made for more, that where you are right now, that's not where you are meant to stay there. You are not meant to stay in that broken, um, whatever in your life is broken, that there's healing that is available to you. But you have to first um, see yourself as worthy, as deserving of that, because God wants to give you more. It's his desire. He said that I have come that you might have life and life more abundantly. The thief come to steal, to kill, to destroy. But God has come that you might have life and life more abundantly. But you have to see yourself as worthy of it, as deserving of it. God is saying, come, take it. Here is a life. I have more for you. But you have to first say, hey. I am worthy of this, I am deserving of this, and take the step. Take the first step. You cannot heal what you don't confront, right? You cannot break through something that you are not willing to confront. Maybe you're looking and saying, um, well, I need to make more money, but I keep whatever your whatever the story is in your life, right? You, you have to confront it. If you want a better relationship, you have to confront, what is it that I'm not confronting? Mm-hmm. What is it that I'm avoiding? What is it I'm pretending not to know? You cannot work through what you are not willing to confront, mm-hmm. right? So confront the comfort. Yes, it's going to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But how long are you going to stay in that uncomfortable situation? Mm-hmm. At, some, at some point, you have to say, enough is enough. And here's the thing, feeling Sometimes you have to walk through your healing. So it's not like I'm saying, okay, you have to just jump. Sometimes, yes, you have to just jump. But then sometimes it's an uncomfortable situation. So walk through. Whatever, whatever works for you. Just do not stay stuck. Why? Walk through the healing if you have to walk through. Sometimes the walking show is just journaling. So every day you just journal and just and just journal. So maybe you are afraid of confronting um, someone that hurts you. So just journal about it. Sometimes you don't, sometimes it's just calling the person and say, hey, just start a conversation. You don't even have to go into the real thing, right? But just start a conversation, right? What happened, right? Whatever it is, right? Just walk through it. Whatever that looks like for you, walk through it. Confront it sometimes confrontation look like walking
0: one step in front of the other the lord it's like the word of god is a lamp into my feet light into my path i'm i'm like like literally just soaking in the healing words i'm soaking in the uh wisdom the advice like you come with fire um i really love that if i would have known that man i would have buckled up so now i'm buckled up i've been buckled up but as they, from the word one, it was like fire. So I'm so grateful, and I would like you to share um, before we close. How wh- where do you like people to get a hold of you? How do they communicate with you?
1: Thank you for that. Um, persons wants to communicate with me. I am um, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, Estan Swaby. Look for my name. Look for my name. Search my name. Estan Swaby. Um, You can connect with me. You can. We can just have a conversation. Whatever that looks like um also if it's okay i have a free gift that i can give to, to everyone just to start doing that that that, that healing work Definitely. right it's a uh, um an assessment tool that i use uh with my with my clients it's really up it's called sacred money archetypes mm-hmm. but one of the things that i have seen that how you do money is how you do other things right so um so for example when if you have an unworthiness around money where else do you feel unworthy right because it's not a money issue it's a mind as a mindset issue right so i like to give um gifts um everyone um that it's awesome. um i don't know i can send you the link yep. and then when you download when you do that assessment i am gifting you a free 30 minutes call with me this call is not to sell you anything Mm-hmm. well sorry it's a 20 minutes call 20 minutes. this call is not to sell you anything i'm just here to serve it right okay.
0: yes but um, you offer yeah. coaching you but you are a coach you offer coaching and they yeah. can if someone's looking for a coach especially a male coach and if they like what they heard and you guys if you like what you heard and there's something that highlights to you that you're like i know i want to work with Eston, then do not hesitate to reach out and it's, it's literally the power of inner healing and coaching and breakthrough. It's like going to the next level. And if you want that, you guys don't hesitate to reach out. Um, it's been an honor to have you on the podcast and we'll sign off for now. And just thank you again so much.
1: Yeah. Thank you for that opportunity.